Okay, what did you do last week? We wrote it on the board. The government, God put the government in charge, and so we have to follow them, unless they're doing not God's good things. <laughs> I read the board. Does that happen? Yes. yes. Happens a lot. All the time. A lot. And so what do we do? You do the right thing. You do what you can do. Do what you can do. What you can do is vote. You can always vote. You can get active and try to do things. And you get older, you can do things like that. Uh, you can do things. So when the government gets crazy, like ours is kind of right now, you can still <coughs> make your voice heard. All right? What else did you learn? You got that far. And that's kind of okay for them. Yeah. And then the love, love is fulfilling the law. So, um, yeah. Who was your teacher last week? John. I don't know. It was John because Levi wasn't here. Yeah. Who's your teacher this week? You. <laughs> Just wondering if you knew. Okay. Romans chapter 14. Okay, let's start reading for a little bit. Here we go. Romans 14. Him that is weak in faith receive you, but not to doubtful disputations. What's a disputation? Anybody know? Is it an argument? Argument. Oh, yeah. <laughs> No arguing. How do you do with that? Doing that good so far? Verse 2. For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not, and let not him which Eateth not judge him that eateth, for God has received him. Okay. Oh, he starts out. No arguing. And then he talks about people arguing over what? Food. What to eat. Food. Don't argue with vegetarians. Well, that's a little bit kind of what it was. Oh. Uh, Sometimes when we study the Bible, we've got to understand that there's a cultural application. So it's not like it is today. Right? The same principles guide us. Don't argue over stupid stuff. And that's what the message that Paul is given. You don't argue over stupid stuff. We don't argue over stupid stuff, like food. Now, in those days, there was a lot of food issues. If you were Jewish, you had something called kosher. Anybody know what kosher is? It's, it's like, it's 
like made without like any like, unclean ingredients or when I worked for Pepsi, when I worked for Pepsi, they had kosher Pepsi. How they make kosher Pepsi? Pepsi says you got to use ours, and they said we're going to come and inspect your plant. And the Jewish rabbi would come and he'd inspect the plant, and then he'd say, "Okay, it looks good. Uh, the next Pepsi you run is kosher, so uh, it's approved by." A rabbi. There are certain things that Jewish people don't eat, and the most famous one is pork. You don't eat pigs. You don't eat pig. All right, that's the one we're used to talking about. So if you grew up Jewish, all right, and they said, "Well, here, come on, we got a pork dinner." I wouldn't, ever, I wouldn't even touch the bowl it was in. So people grew up that way. Right? They didn't eat anything. So along comes the gospel and it starts to go out to places where they're not Jewish. Gentiles. That's anywhere. Greece, Rome, anywhere. All those people are just not Jewish. They're Gentiles. And they eat any kind of meat they want. Right? But a lot of it is offered to an idol. So uh, the, the Greek or the uh, Romans have a god they call Zeus. So we're going to offer this cow to Zeus and then we're going to take it to the market and sell it. So if you want to buy some beef, have a steak for dinner, uh, that, that cow's been offered to Zeus. You want to eat that? This, that's the question that's come up. Should you eat that or not? All right. So what do you think? Should you eat that that's offered to Zeus? No. No. Offered to you. So, okay. So, here's the thing. Who is Zeus? A made-up god? Is he a real guy? No. Is he fake? Yes. Does he exist? No. So if I offer this cow to Zeus, then nothing happens. Right. He's not even real. He doesn't even exist. So here I offer this cow to Zeus. Give it to me. I like steak. I don't know. I eat. Suppose you were raised Gentile, Roman. And you believe in Zeus. And so you're a Christian. Come over to my house, we'll have uh, steak. I didn't offer this to Zeus, you just eat it. He's not going to eat it. Sounds silly? Yes. A little bit. In our day and age, it's not the same. But back then, if you were raised to offer your meat to an idol, and somebody says, well, I didn't do that, here's dinner. I don't want that. Or vice versa. Now you're a Christian, and you say, there's no such thing as Zeus. I'll eat whatever I want. 
and then your friend the Gentile comes over. He says, here, I have this steak. Oh, I can't eat that. So, lots of arguing over food. The Jewish said, we can't eat any pigs. What are we going to do? Can't eat pigs. Now turn over to Acts chapter 10. Keep your finger here. We'll come back with Acts chapter 10. Acts chapter 10, start reading at verse 9, Audrey. On the morrow, as they went on their journey and drew nigh unto the city, Peter went up to the housetop to pray about the sixth hour. And he became very hungry and would have eaten, but while they made ready, he fell asleep. <coughs> and saw heaven open, and a certain vessel descending from him. Not so, Lord, for I have never eaten anything that is common or unclean. And the voice spake unto him the second time, What God hath cleansed that call not that cause. It was done for us, and that's what was received again. up on a roof, he's praying, he's getting really hungry, and God drops down this sheet. And so he opens up the sheet, and there's all kinds of animals in there. And there's creeping things, and there's pigs, and everything else in there. And God says to Peter, you're hungry. Go ahead. Take whatever you want and eat it. And Peter says, not me. I'm not eating that. I never ate anything like that before. And God says, if I say it's clean, what? It's clean. So the old rules about you can't eat pig, you can't eat all this and that. Everything's got to be kosher. God said, no more. Don't do that anymore. We're going to just take whatever I give you and say, thank you. All right. So, let's go back now. And see what it says here. Verse 3. Read that again wherever we are. Um, 14.3, yeah. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth. For God hath Okay, so he says, be careful now. If you don't want to eat pig, and you don't want to eat something offered to Zeus, don't get all in a hut. What? No arguing. It's stupid stuff. Don't argue about it. Let's go on. Verse 4. Who, who art thou that judgest another man's servant? To his own master he standeth or followeth. 
Yea, he shall be holden up, for God is able to make him stand. Okay, what does he mean, who are you to judge another man's servant? Who's he talking about? No. Yeah. All right. He says, you serve God. And if God says to you, you can eat that pig, you can eat that pig. So don't you come over and say, oh, naughty, naughty, you ate a pig. God said it was okay. God told Peter, eat, come on. I made this so you could eat it. And so he says, don't let, if you're serving God and he tells you this, okay, don't do it. Now verse 5. Easter Sunday, Jesus resurrected. So why do we have church on Sunday? That's really the reason why, because they resurrected. If you were Jewish, they had what they call Sabbath day, and that was the seventh day, so God rested. And so on Saturday, the Jewish celebrated that special day. Who was right? Um, they both Why? Because it doesn't really matter. So doesn't matter. What he just said. What day does it matter? So if I decide I want to worship God on Tuesday, is that alright? Mm -hmm. You can do whatever you want. Worship whatever day you want. And now, as along comes a group called the Seventh Day Adventists. Everybody ever heard of the Seventh Day Adventists? There's a big church over in Buffalo. I know people that go there. It's called the Seventh Day Adventist. They say they gotta worship on Saturday. Alright? Because the old rule still applies. So what do we say to them? Don't be stupid. No, you don't say what do you say? You don't okay. say nothing. You don't argue. You're not gonna argue over what day you worship God. You worship whatever day you want. Verse 7, start there. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord, and whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are unto the we are the Lord's. For to this end Christ both died and rose 
and revived that he might be Lord both of the dead and the living. But why does thou judge the other? Why does thou set at not the So verse 7 says, None of us liveth to himself, and no man dieth to himself. Who knows what that means? Any of you live alone? Any of you live with other people? Yeah. Do you go into school or to church and there's other people around, right? And so are you living by yourself? Do whatever you want? No. You are affected by what? People around you. People around you. So you can't walk around and say, I do whatever I want because like I'm living all by myself. I do what I want. Can't do that. Have to consider people around you. He says, so you don't live to yourself. And you don't go off and die by yourself. We live our lives connected to other people. He says that's the way we do. So, uh, especially if you believe in Jesus, you got Jesus in your heart, right? Jesus in your heart. So, what do you do? You're connected to a lot of people because of that. Everybody's got Jesus in their heart. So, you don't say, Look, I live in my own little corner of the world, I'll eat whatever I want to eat. And if you eat something different, I can say, Who cares? You go to church on Sunday, I say, I don't care. No, just behave yourself and don't argue. Don't argue. Right? Don't be always want. There are people who always want to argue about everything. Everything. And we've got to learn not to argue about things. Particularly stupid stuff. For heaven's sake, we don't argue about something stupid. Alright, so let's go on. We are at uh, 11, yeah. For it is written, as I live, saith the Lord, every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God. So then every one of us shall give account of himself to God. Let us not therefore judge one another anymore, but judge this rather, that no man put a stumbling block or an occasion to fall in his brother's way. I know. <coughs> I know, and am persuaded by the Lord Jesus that there is nothing unclean of itself, but to him that esteemeth anything to live unclean, to him it is unclean. Okay, so uh, your next door neighbor is a guy who's Jewish. He would never eat pig. All right? He would never eat pig. So you're going to invite him over to supper and say, here's pork chops for you. What's he going to do? Not eat. It's going to be very embarrassing, right? 
He's not going to want to receive it. I can't eat the food you just offered me. Don't do that. He said, don't destroy people over a piece of meat or over the day or whatever. All right, so we're here to pay attention to other people, not to argue about stuff like that. All right, now, verse 16, start there. Let not then your good be evil spoken of. For the kingdom of God is not meat and drink, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. For he that is in these things is served with Christ and is acceptable to God and, and, approved, of, and approved of men. Let us therefore follow after the things which make the peace and things wherewith one may edify another. Okay. Alright. So, if you say, I'm a Christian, and I got all these rules. I got a day. You got to do what I do. I got food that I got to eat, and you got to do what I do. And if you don't do what I do, then you're just wrong. You're no good. That's what Christianity is to some people. And it goes, I'll tell you what, it goes to the Bible. If you read certain types of Bible in, in certain places, they would say, you're crazy. Get out of here. You're reading the wrong Bible. Matter of fact, I had somebody come here once. And I use the King James Bible because I grew up with it. And he started talking about the King James Bible and the New International Bible, which is a newer version. He started screaming and yelling. He's yelling his head off, and I'm thinking, what's wrong with this guy? He said, if you don't read the King James Bible, you're... I'm thinking, I just read it. Shut up. <laughs> no, I'm not going to argue with him. Why? Because he's arguing over stupid stuff. So, if Christianity is a bunch of rules, here's my rules, you follow all my rules, and I'll be happy with you, then it's not much good. It's not, it's not how it's supposed to work. What is it instead? What did he say it was? What is Christianity? What did he say it was? Uh, righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Ghost. There you go. Peace? Joy in the spirit and righteousness. Peace, righteousness, and joy. What does that mean? So if you're a Christian, what are you? Happy. Right? It's supposed to be joy. You're a Christian. Here's what it is. It's not what food you eat and what day you go to church. If you're a Christian, it's you're happy. You're happy about life. God's taking good care of you. You're happy with it. You're happy with serving God. I'm happy. So that's what it is. I'm peace and joy. Peaceful. What? I don't argue with everybody. I'm not fighting all the time. I'm not always in an argument with somebody over something. If that's the way you're living, that's not Christianity. What is it? It's being peaceful. Easy to get along with. Are you easy to get along with? <laughs> 
I hope you are. You should be. All right, because that's what being a Christian is. Righteousness, what's another way to say that? If you're righteous, what do you do? You do what is right. I mean, you do what's right and good. That's what it means to be righteous. You do the right things, okay? So, what does it mean to be a Christian? Number one, you are happy. Oh, yeah, okay. Right. <laughs> I'll take happy. Number two, peaceful. Easy to get along with. Number three, you do what's right. You do what's right. All right. And he says that's what it's all about. Verse twenty. Wherever we are. For me, destroy not the. Work of God, all things indeed are pure, but it is evil for that man who eateth with sex. It is good neither to eat flesh nor to drink wine nor anything whereby thy brother stumbleth or is offended or is made weak. Hast thou faith? Have it Okay, now, Paul here says, he says, you Jews, you people argue about the day, you argue about the food, you argue about stupid stuff, he says. So how are you going to know what to do and what not to do? Let me give you an example of it. Uh, suppose me, I went to the store and I bought beer. I had three or four bottles before I came to church. Is that a good thing to do? No. Why? Because then you would be unclean because you were drunk. If you got drunk from it. Now, Paul says all things are clean oh you should be sober when you come to god that's what he wants <laughs> what that's what we read about that one time well, that, i won't disagree with that but there's a point he's trying to get across here and this is the point that you really got to listen to because I've seen this happen so many times. It's a terrible thing. So, if I said, I'm Mr. Olson, I don't think drinking beer is bad, I'm gonna drink beer. What if you, any one of you, started drinking and you got addicted? And you couldn't stop. And they and you somebody said to you, well, why are you drinking this? So Mr. Olson does. That's why I don't drink anything. Because out there in this world there are people your age who don't know what beer is like. And someday you're gonna try some somewhere maybe. And if you do, you may like it. 
And before you know it, you can be a no good drunk as you become addicted to it. And you can say, Mr. Olson does it. That's why Mr. Olson don't do that. And you'd be surprised at what some people, my grandfather smoked a pipe. And he, every night he'd have his pipe and smoke his pipe. And one day my father went to his father, my grandfather, and said, Pop, he called him Pop, you shouldn't be smoking. And grandpa said, if it was wrong, I wouldn't do it. Was he right? This is the point of this stuff is. Grandpa can smoke a pipe if he thinks it's all right to smoke a pipe. He can smoke. Some people like a glass of wine. Have a glass of wine, it says okay. All right, but you gotta be careful with what you like to do, what you like to eat, what you like to drink. You gotta be very careful because there are people who are what? Addicted, who become addicted. And my grandfather smoked one pipe and that was it for the day, all right? He didn't smoke all day, he didn't have it on his mouth all the time. Once what he did, he says, okay, I can do that. All things are clean, he said. Remember God let the sheep down? What'd he say? Eat everything in there. It's all okay, right? Maybe okay to smoke a pipe, but the question is, will how will it affect other people? That's why I would never drink alcohol, because if people look to me for what? Guidance. An example, right? And do like he does. He's a preacher. You're gonna do like he does. I can never do it because I'm an example. I don't want people looking at me and saying, oh, <laughs> he can do that, we can all do it. Because there's some people who wouldn't survive it. All right, so let's finish up the last thing, verse 22. Did we do this? 22, read it again. Wherever we are. Hast thou faith, have it to thyself before God. Happy is he that condemneth not himself in that things which he alloweth. Okay. Now just think about that. So you're going to trust God. You're going to talk to God. And you're going to question, should I eat this? Should I do this? Should I do that? What should I do? You're going to always ask God. He says, have faith. Do you talk to God? Talk to God about what you're about to do and see if it's right. And then 23. And so if you say, well, should I eat this pork? I don't know. I don't know what to do. I don't know what to think. I don't know what's right or wrong. Should you eat it? Don't eat it then. If you don't know, you don't know. If you're not sure, don't eat it. Don't do it. All right? So. He says, you have a conscience. Settle it with God and then do what you could do. And if you haven't settled that conscience with God, all right, then don't go against it. All right, don't go against it. Got it? Yeah. What do we do? 
No arguing over stupid stuff. You tell them that next week when you get here. No arguing over stupid stuff. Got it?